Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we discuss how to regulate your nervous system with Craig Goldberg from In Harmony. So the more that we can do to manage the nervous system, the more that we can do to keep cool, calm, and collected, the better we're gonna show up in life, the better and more competent we're gonna be in the decisions we make, the swifter and faster we're gonna be in those decisions that we make, the better we're gonna show up as a partner, as a friend, as a business partner, as a romantic partner, as a human being in general. The more compassion we're going to have, the more empathy we're going to have. You're not being empathetic when you're in fight or flight. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, the host of the Keto Camp Podcast. Thank you so much for pressing play today. Today, we have an in-person interview with Craig Goldberg, who flew in from Las Vegas to Miami to record an amazing conversation with me and for you on the Keto Camp Podcast. You're going to hear Craig's backstory, his wife getting sick, him being very much unhealthy, going from conventional treatment to conventional treatment, them actually taking a book and books away from Craig Goldberg, who uh, was trying to do some research to see if there's an alternative holistic approach to healing them. And the doctors actually literally took the book away from him. It never talked about nutrition, never talked about lifestyle. And they determined it was actually an issue with gluten and chemicals like glyphosate and GMO foods. And it changed their lives when they removed that from their diet. We'll talk about his ex-vegan experience being plant-based and how it worked in the beginning and then didn't work so much later on. And then we take a deep dive into the autonomic nervous system. We discussed the three branches of the nervous system, the sympathetic branch, the parasympathetic branch, and the neural hormonal branch, which is the third branch you might have not heard of. We'll discuss some simple ways to regulate that nervous system and why it is so important to regulate that nervous system because when it is not balanced, your body will have symptoms. Chronically high levels of stress will lead to anxiety and symptoms and an activation of the sympathetic tone. Not good. He's going to make the case that it doesn't matter how clean your diet is and how clean your keto carnivore foods are. If you can't digest that food because you're nervous system is out of balance, it's not going to work for you. So this ties into keto, ties into fasting, it ties into carnivore, ties into every nutritional approach you might be following. We'll discuss the four main issues when you're stuck in a sympathetic state, which number one is cortisol and adrenaline dominance and what that does to destroy the body, how it turns off digestion, turns off the immune system, and turns off rational thinking. We'll discuss ways to test the nervous system like heart rate variability. And of course, we get into the most ancient vibrational tool on the planet, which is your voice. And also, 
the mecho, uh, mechanoreceptors, excuse me, that detect stimuli in the body and using sound and frequencies and vibration to balance out your nervous system. And that's where his company, In Harmony, comes into play. Uh, in about 15 minutes, using one of his products, you could actually reset the autonomic nervous system. I was so blessed to receive his In Harmony meditation cushion. And we discuss using it. I actually have a special video that we created for you to watch on YouTube. It's an unlisted video, so only you listening on the podcast could watch the video. We're going to drop a link for that down below. I've been using his meditation cushion, and I love it. It has vibration. It has different soundtracks through their app that you can use to put you in a flow state, a grateful state, a meditative state, whatever you're looking to seek, an abundant state. There's tracks for grief. There's tracks for energy. There's tracks to help you wind down for sleep. It's an incredible cushion. I love it. I actually have it right here next to me. I have the music playing all the time, and I've been using it every single day since I received the device. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some of the other products they have on their website, which is an InHarmony Sound Lounge, InHarmony for practitioners. So you could learn all about, you will learn all about their products. And we also have a coupon code for you to get 5% off any of their products using the link down below with the coupon code KETOCAMP. So we'll talk about that on today's episode. So if you struggle with stress, anxiety, if you have symptoms, this episode is for you. We also did, me and Craig did a special hot pay ceremony. This is something that a lot of Peruvians do in Peru and different countries. It's the ancient practice where you blow hot pay into the nose and it regulates, uh, activates the vagal tone. Uh, it was my first time doing it and we actually recorded me doing it and it was a very interesting experience. If you want to watch that video, we will also put a link for that on YouTube and unlist it, but only those listening to the podcast could watch that. So check out those links in the podcast notes down below. Those are bonus uh, videos for you to go watch. If you want to watch the video format of the entire interview today with uh, Craig Goldberg, that could be found on our YouTube channel. All video uh, podcasts can be found on the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash keto camp. Before we bring on Craig to discuss your nervous system, I want to take a minute to acknowledge today's Apple podcast rating and review of the day from Will You Yo, titled The Best Five Star Review. Thanks for your knowledge. I like that you are super clear and you explain slowly. This is something very good because it's easy to understand. I'm from Argentina. I speak Spanish. And when you explain, you are super clear. And I like that. Don't ever change that. Thank you again. Thank you so much, Will from Argentina. Uh, I'll do my best to slow things down, unpack some of the science so you and others could understand it very, very well. We appreciate you listening from Argentina. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to also leave that rating and review. If you have not left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating or a review as of yet, please do so right now. It really helps. We are today, October 2nd, is day one of our five-day keto virtual event. Even if you're listening to this a day after or two days after we've started this event, you could still join us for five days of training for free on keto, fasting, carnivore, insulin resistance, diabetes. This is going to be a masterclass with special guests, and we're giving away over $20,000 in free prizes. I encourage you to join us as soon as possible. Head over to ketocampchallenge.com. We'll put a link down below in the podcast notes. We hope to see you on there. This is going to change your life. All right, let's have a fun conversation with Craig Goldberg. Craig Goldberg is the co-founder 
at InHarmony Interactive. He's a technologist and a certified vibroacoustic therapy practitioner. Here is Craig Goldberg. Craig Goldberg, brother. What's happening? We are in harmony together here. Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks I, for coming to the podcast, coming to Miami for the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I love this town. I love being here. I love dropping in and, and just experiencing your space. The energy here is amazing. <laughs> I'm glad because you told me last night the energy was not amazing at that place. It was rough. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you've got quite the story. And I want to start there before we get into how important it is to balance out the autonomic nervous system. Yeah. But was it 10, 11 years ago, your wife got really sick and you also yeah. dealt with some health challenges. So yeah. what happened back then? What were some of the things that you discovered? You know, I was living a life that most Americans are living. I was working hard. I was playing hard. We were having a good time. Life was good. And all of a sudden, my wife started showing signs of illness. And I know how technical and science-backed your group is. So I'll, let's get into the details yeah. of it. Uh, my wife is Turkish. I'm with her for 15 years. She has beautiful olive skin. I love you, babe. And all of a sudden, she started to get pimples. Uh, she started, all of her lymph nodes from her waist up were inflamed and swelling. I mean, all of them, like the ones underneath your arm, behind your ear, like wow. not just the ones in the throat. So she was clearly, something was happening. Uh, and the symptom that really turned the dial for us or really kind of revealed what was going on is just about every Saturday around 3 p.m., she would lose her voice, <laughs> right? Like, well, that's really weird. We were at a festival and we were hanging out and my wife had lost her voice and our friend Roxy, shout out to Roxy. She basically says like, you lost, you lost your voice. And she goes, yeah. And she goes, put the beer down, get rid of the gluten. So here we are living this relatively normal American lifestyle. I love Bud Light. <laughs> I don't drink it anymore for a bunch of different reasons, <laughs> but I don't consume alcohol anymore. But at the time, it was pretty much always a Bud Light in my hand. If I wasn't working, if we were out and about, if we were hanging out, if I was at a bar, I loved shots of Jameson. I worked in New York City hospitality for 10 years. I drank seven days a week, all day, every day. Partying was my job. And I've consumed enough alcohol for three lifetimes. So I tell people I don't drink and they're like, oh, are you sober? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I just, I just choose not to, I know what alcohol does to the brain. I know what it does to the body. And I still can't believe it's legal. Yeah. Me too. I'm with you the same way. So, you know, you go out Thursday night, you go to happy hour, Friday's a half day. You cut out of the office, you go to the beach, you grab a six pack or a 12 pack, whatever, right? Always have a beer in her hand. Then you're having pizza, pasta. My entire wife's entire Mediterranean diet is bulgur wheat, right? Right, Bread, pasta, all these different whole things. A bunch of gluten. It's all gluten. It's death by a thousand cuts. And it started to catch up with her to an, enough where her body was inflamed enough that it would start to affect her, her larynx and her voice. And sure enough, she and it was really frustrating for me because I'm like, can you just like talk up? And she's like, no, I don't have a voice. I can't. When we were out, we're, no matter where we were. So Roxy sharing this with us was this aha moment. For six months prior to that, we were going to doctor after doctor, test after test, specialist after specialist, everything came back negative. I kept asking the doctor, I'm pulling books on, do I need to do a you know, cleanse? Do we need to detox? Could it be this? Books were taken away from me by doctors. Like, no, 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 you can't. And they would put it on, like, are you taking that away from me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This book can actually do more harm than good. You can't have wow. this book. Blown away. Doc after doc, everybody's telling us it's not diet related. We'll figure this out. We'll do another test. We did a biopsy, the whole nine, everything come back negative. Roxy says, ditch the gluten 100%. Your voice will come back. You'll never lose it again. We did that. 72 hours later, all of our symptoms went away. 72 hours. Woke up on the third day. 
all of her lymph nodes were down, the, the pimples and the blemishes went away, her skin was olive and crystal clear again, and we were now gluten-free. So we give up gluten 100%, and over the next six months, my wife gets unbelievably better every single day, and I keep getting worse. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm literally, we're planning our weddings. I'm sitting in my bed. I'm Googling like we Google, right? All the tabs open. Search terms are, are new searches. And I'm going through this whole thing. Over and over again, genetically modified food keeps coming up. This is 12 years ago. This is before we know what we now know. I still don't think people know how they genetically modify our food. I didn't either. I just saw GMO, GMO, GMO. Well, let me dive into this a little bit and see how they're genetically modifying our food. I learned about Monsanto Corporation. I learned about glyphosate. I learned about how it actually works on the plant and how widespread it is. Then you start to dig into the EPA and allowable limits of glyphosate and, and the dominoes just start falling. I start learning about BT toxin and, and its impact on gut health of insects and how it kills insects, but it doesn't affect humans. No possible way that that's the case. So you start to get into um, the tight junctions loosening up and you start getting into absorbability and, and all these types of issues that stem from the gut. So as I give up gluten 100%, all of a sudden I start to detox and it's showing up to me as the common cold. I've got a low-grade fever. I've got mucus buildup. I've got a cough that won't go away. Uh, my brain fog is heavier and heavier and I just can't figure out what's going on. I wound up detoxing for nine months. Wow. So I gave up gluten. My body was no longer distracted or inflamed from the gluten that I was consuming. And all of a sudden, it started to just come alive, running all these detox pathways, activating what was going on. And, and little by little, I start to feel better. And then those symptoms went away, and, and I've been great. This triggered and really catalyzed a deep dive into understanding health. Beyond what I do within Harmony, because this all predicates what I'm doing within Harmony, we started to focus on these three main environments, what we put in our mouth, what we put on our skin, and what we allow to be kept in the air around us. Cleansing and detoxifying everything. We start to dig into every ingredient. Shopping went from 20 minutes, I'm in and out, to three, four hours. Literally, my wife and I sitting on the floor at Whole Foods, like Googling ingredients to all the foods that we're eating, trying to figure out where they come from, how they're normally sourced, if they're ethically sourced, if they're natural, if they're chemical, where they came from, the whole nine, really diving in. For the next three and a half, four years, I knew every ingredient and where it came from. I mean, I was that detail-oriented. You invited me over house for dinner. I came with a cooler and my own food. Mm. I brought my own water. I traveled with, I, I just took it to the nth degree. When you're dealing with health issues and you have something going on, I think as you're making a shift or a change, I think you have to go 100%. I think there's no lollygagging about it. Uh, if you're going to give up gluten, give up gluten for six months see how your body responds to it. And then after that, you want to introduce gluten? Okay, great. Today, this is now 12 years later, you have me over for dinner, whatever you want. You made coffee this morning, whatever you want to put in. I mean, obviously, I'm in a little bit of a different environment <laughs> here, but like, and I'm not going to all the stores. I still go to the natural stores. I still seek out the coffee. I still natural organic coffee, right? I still seek out the good things. But now if we go out to a restaurant and it's your birthday and you chose a restaurant that I might not normally go to myself, I'll sit down, I'll find something on the menu, I'll order it, I'll eat it. Now it's the exception, it's not the rule. Mm -hmm. Now if you were like, Craig, best pizza on the planet is right around the corner, we gotta go get it. I'll have a slice. And my body won't reject it, and I won't have any issues because it's not building and building and building and building on that toxic load. Ah, what a story. So many go down that path, conventional medicine, and yeah. it's unfortunate they're not even having that conversation about 
diets and nutrition. They're taking books away from you because they think it's going to actually harm you. And that's actually the thing that's going to change your life and your wife's life. Could a life. gallbladder flush help? I, that was the book. I remember the book. It was orange cover. Could a gallbladder? I read the book. I was Gosh. like, this could be amazing. And he was like, no, 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 that could do more harm than good. You know, what it reminds me of the story of you and your wife is the principle of hormesis, which is, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, essentially, yeah. right? If somebody's stress bucket is so full and overflowed, like yours was and your wife's was, yeah. the smallest stress causes that, let's say I'm holding a cup of water here and it's to the top, the smallest shake of that causes it to overflow symptoms, you feel awful. But as you do the work to deplete that stress bucket, you were, you were really diligent, you said 100%. Yeah. Looking at the ingredients, doing all the things to reduce that stress bucket. Now you could have some gluten, you could have yeah. some pizza, whatever it is, and you shake it, but you could shake it more and it's not gonna overflow because that water is, is depleted, right? So that's where we wanna get most people we want to deplete their stress bucket. Absolutely. So look, what, what doesn't kill you does indeed make you stronger. And that is really not just the human condition, but life on this planet. The easiest example that I have that I share quite often when it comes to hormesis is the biodomes. Remember the biodomes yeah, when yeah. they first came out? They're on version three or four now at this point. The first version failed miserably. It. There was no wind. So the trees didn't grow higher than bushes. They couldn't figure out why the trees aren't growing, why the trees aren't growing. Well, against a breeze that tree grows firm and strong and has the strength to grow tall. With the absence of that breeze, you don't have the ability to, in that adversity, yeah. to really build strength. And it's start to realize just how much we can actually take as a species and as a human. And exactly what that trauma does to us over time is really, really powerful. Look, even our technology, as we dive into it, it's a form of hormesis. You sit down on this cushion, you lay down on the sound lounge, I'm shaking every single cell in your body. That absolutely pulls and, and calls upon a response, a biochemical response from the body. It's that chemical cascade that kicks in that's actually calming and relaxing. The initial shock, that whoa, that-, that Brian experience. Right, that, yeah. like, <laughs> like, whoa. Every single cell in your body has that whoa moment. Yeah. And it's being shook. Now, you obviously calm into it very quickly and you relax into it, but it's- it's that shaking up that really starts and it's the hormesis effect. 100%. Yeah, very similar to going into a cold plunge or a sauna or exercise or these, <laughs> these are all hormetic stressors. And there's a proper way to find that, that nice balance because everybody has a different hormetic ceiling, right? People yeah. who are very sick have a very low ceiling. So you yes. can't really stress them too much. Yes. So you have to really remove before you add back in, which is what you did. But I know part of your story is exploring different uh, diets, right? Vegan diet. It's something that you did. did for, you said for how long? Two years and a half? Three, three years. Three, three and a half years. Three and a half years. Yeah. So what was your experience uh, with the plant-based diet? All right. So just before we get into that, so we start to analyze all these different, right? So we give up cologne, perfume. It's all toxic. There's nothing. At this, this is 12 years ago. The gluten-free section, it was a section. It was two, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like in a row and it was like the gluten-free section. Now, obviously, it's more, far more prevalent and, and grateful for that. I give up perfume. I give up cologne. I start eating healthier. I'm still eating meat at this point, but I'm starting to make better decisions. I'm starting to eat less bread. Obviously, there weren't many gluten-free options that we really liked or enjoyed. I came home from work one day and my wife greeted me at the door. She gave me a kiss hello and she's like... How long have you smelled like that? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I smell great. She's like, no, you know, you stink. She's like, I'm going to the store. I heard about these things called essential oils. I'm going to go get us something. And she starts, she comes home with 25 essential oils and starts mixing. And she made five different choices for me to choose from. Labeled one, two, three, four, five. I like number two. I wore it forever. It was peppermint and wild orange. 
I now know a lot more. We dove into essential oils, started teaching, training, and educating, telling people about these essential oils. As you start to learn about genetically modified food, as you start to learn about conventional farming, right? I mean, I know this is something your audience dives deep into. Yeah. You start to realize that if it's not grass-fed, grass-finished, if it's not pasture-raised, pasture-finished, uh, that they're probably being fed genetically modified soy and corn. They're being fattened up. You are what you eat ate. Mm-hmm. So I was like, babe, we got we to gotta just clean up our diet. We got to give up the meat. And we started digging into vegan diets and the benefits we started to learn about supplementation. We started to learn about absorbability. We started to just dive down the rabbit hole of all of this. And for three and a half years, we were vegan. And I felt good. Um, I cleansed the system. I cleaned out. Um, I felt lighter. Uh, it was a little bit easier to travel with food because I didn't need as much cooling, right? Because so now I could take more vegetables, more fruits, more, more types of foods that could stay longer while I traveled. So it worked out really well from that point. But then meat came back into my life and I, and now I'm talking about carnivore and I want to learn more about keto and, and, and now I do eat meat fairly regularly. In fact, more often than not, I'm now eating, eating meat. So the pendulum kind of swung for me as I started to realize what my body was really asking for. And I just don't think you can beat the neutral, the nutrient diversity of meat for the purposes of you know, it's funny. Before I went vegan, I have a, a very dear friend. Shout out to my dear friend who I won't name for because she doesn't want to be named, but she was always vegan. And and I would always say, we're at the top of the food chain. Like, oh, yeah, we eat meat, right? Uh, 24 hour, you know, uh, just unbelievably marinated steaks that we would take with us. We go to Burning Man for 10, 12 years. I used to cook 50 or 60 pounds of meat before we went to Burning Man. I would cook it, slice it, and then freeze it. So that when I got back to camp, all I have to do is pull it out of the freezer and I can eat it cold or I could throw it on the skillet and, and heat it up. And it was just a very efficient way to get nutrient dense food when you're out on the playa. And she was always like, you know, you should really be vegan. You're like the type of person, like with everything that you know, you should be vegan. And I just, and then one day we made the switch and I actually did feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think whatever diet you're going to choose, do it hundred percent and eat clean. Dr. Bush had had something really positive to say about this whole thing. He goes, I have vegan friends that are vehement about being vegan. And I have carnivore friends that are vehement about being carnivore. And they're both right. They both feel great about what they do because they both have done the same thing, which is cut out the processed foods. Mm-hmm. And for me, whole food, plant-based, if that's what works for you, great. For me, it's carnivore, but it's got to be pasture-raised, pasture-finished. The quality of the meat is so important. And what I learned in that whole process was the the quality of the food. Yeah. Because you are what you eat ate. Whether it's a plant and the water that it's drinking, the pesticides, herbicides, insecticides that are being sprayed on it, or it's the animal that you're consuming, the way it was killed is also really important. And I'm sure this is something that's big and it's got to be compassionate in the way that it was killed. Otherwise, just to pull back to fight or flight, if you've got cortisol and adrenaline flowing through the meat that you're about to consume, you're absorbing that. You want to talk about energy. When cattle goes to, you know, to, to be processed, damn right everybody knows what's happening on there. So I was actually talking to a hog farmer. This was probably six months to a year ago. And he doses the entire farm on, on slaughter days. He doses the entire farm with THC and CBD. Interesting. So they're all a little loopy. They don't know actually what's happening because these are smart animals, cows, they're smart animals. And again, I'm all for consuming them. I eat meat now, but it's the compassionate way. And I thought that that was really interesting. 
So he says on slaughter days, day before, the day after, he keeps everybody in a little bit of a lucid dream. And, uh, and that's what happens. And it, because of it, it's better tasting meat. Because of it, it doesn't have those, uh, those biochemicals flowing through the meat. I thought it was really interesting. It is interesting. And you're right. It is so important to whatever you're doing, plant-based, vegan, uh, keto, carnivore, paleo, to make sure it's real whole foods. It's not the Beyond Burger that we're talking about here with the <sighs> vegan diet. Those are filled with artificial ingredients and seed so oils. It's, yeah, it's, I ate them for a long time. I was uh, like, this is you, great. Yeah. It's a burger. Yeah, and it's great marketing, but it's not healthy totally. food. But on that point of you are the what you eat, you are what you eat, ate, and you are the stress of that animal too. Yeah. Dr. Bush, Dr. Zach Bush, you were referring to? Yeah. yeah. So when I interviewed him for my podcast, he shared a crazy story about he was working with a patient for many, many years, and she was having these anxiety attacks couldn't pinpoint what was causing it, right? So he would uh, have her journal what she was doing every single day. And he noticed that every day, the panic attack would happen right after lunch. And he would ask her, what do you usually eat for lunch? She would have a chicken salad from like just this place that wasn't healthy. And uh, then she would have a panic attack like about an hour later. And if you think about that chicken she was having, that's like cooped up in a cage with 50, 100, hundreds of other chickens biting at each other, screaming like, help me slaughtering that chicken, putting it into a chicken salad and eating that, absorbing that energy caused a panic attack. So you told her to stop eating that or get like a pastured organic chicken salad and the, the panic attacks went away. It's really simple. Yeah. It's podcasts and conversations like this that hopefully somebody out there is watching that they, and they go, oh. Clicks. And, and you have that aha moment. Makes total sense. Yeah. This isn't conspiracy. This is like, you are what you eat ate. Hey, when was the last time you bit into a juicy burger or a perfectly cooked steak and thought to yourself, this is the best thing I've ever tasted? If it's been a while, it's probably because most meat products are conventionally raised, which not only affects the flavor profile, but significantly diminishes the beneficial nutrients and minerals. And believe it or not, even products that are labeled as grass-fed or ethically raised to make you think they're high quality, are often finished on grain or in factory farms, which is why I am so excited to share something with you today that will not only help you avoid the hormones, antibiotics, and pesticide residues that diminish the taste of conventionally raised meat, but could also save you nearly $1,000 over the next year on your grocery bill. And the best part, this may be the best tasting thing you've had in a long time. So what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about Wild Pastures Meat Delivery. They provide the highest quality meats from small, regenerative, family-run farms here in the United States that prioritize sustainability and animal welfare. Their beef is 100% grass-fed. Their pork and poultry are pasture-raised, something you won't find anywhere in the grocery store, resulting in meats that are not only healthier for you, but also better for the environment. One of the reasons why me and my fiance Natasia loves wild pastures is that we can opt out out of supporting harmful conventional farming practices and instead support small family-run farms without spending a fortune. And the convenience doesn't stop there. They offer delivery straight to your door so you can enjoy delicious, high-quality meats without even leaving your house. No matter where you are in the lower 48 states, Wild Pastures has got you covered. Not only is this the most convenient way to get your meat products, but Wild Pasture meats are better for you nutritionally, and they're higher in the total nutrients, phytonutrients, antioxidants, key fatty acids, 
vitamins, minerals, proteins, and amino acids. And today, for Keto Campers, for a limited time, you can get 20% off every box plus free shipping for life and $15 off your first box. This is a crazy deal, and I hope you take advantage of it. So make the switch to Wild Pastures today and save nearly $1,000 on your grocery bill while feeling healthier and enjoying the best tasting meats of your life. All you need to do is go to the link in the podcast notes down below. Everything is already applied. All you got to do is click that link, customize your order, and you'll have some delicious, healthy tasting meats very soon. Head to the podcast notes down below, click the link, enjoy your wild pastures. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. It's interesting, as I flipped the switch to go vegan, a couple of people would ask me about meat consumption and that sort of thing. I said, I tell you what, if we're on your farm and you're like, one of our chickens is, you know, past its, its egg laying days and, and, or it died of natural causes or whatever, and you want to, you want to pluck that chicken and you want to cook it, I'll do it. You want to go hunting, particularly with a bow, um, but that's a whole other conversation. I will consume that meat, right? If I went out and I actually was to a place where I had to kill to survive, I'll eat that meat, of course, right? Because we're just so far detached, especially here in the United States, from our food sources and where they come from. And and most people have absolutely no idea what's happening to these animals, what's happening to these these farms, what's happening to the fruits and vegetables that you're consuming, all of it. The cleaner, the better. Yeah. And and then you can get into vinegar and baking soda to clean your fruit and vegetables. Like, I mean, there's so much that goes into the water that we're consuming. Everything is tainted. The things that's falling from the sky, from the back of airplanes. I mean, there's there's things that people are talking about now. This is no longer conspiracy. This is what's happening. We know that cloud seeding happens. We know that there's 50 or so companies that are out there doing it. They're actually paying commercial jets, jetliners to, to seed the clouds so that we can impact rainfall, increase or decrease rainfall. This is something that it's happening. The aluminum the barium and all of these different chemicals that are being put is absolutely falling down. It's absolutely falling down in rain and snow. It's definitely getting into the water that we're drinking. So even if you're, I traveled the country full-time in a motorhome for 26 months, building this business, absolutely loved it. We used a website called findaspring.com. That's where we got a lot of our water. Or I was pulling into a city and I would search for a water store and I'd find somebody like you or me that geeks out on water filtration and provides that as a service. Met some incredible humans along the way. That's cool. And even find a spring. It's got to be filtered. Mm-hmm. You at least need a carbon filter, something to take the heavy metals out. Otherwise, you're going to find that in your gut, and it's really hard to get out of your body. Yeah, it is. And, and then, you know, some people are listening to this or watching this and like, this sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot to get healthy. But the truth is, if you treat your health casually, you're going to end up a casualty. You're going to end up sick like I'll you and your it. wife. Like, I was sick myself as well you got to take ownership and responsibility and you just start chipping away at it. Maybe you start with your household, start with the cleaning products you have, yep. the shampoos, the air filters and all that, yeah. the water filters. And then you start changing your nutrition. You start changing different approaches here. You start feeling better because that that's what it takes in the day and age we live in. That is what it takes. We're being bombarded with so many stressors. So, and look, this is 12 years of experience and knowledge, right? This is 12 years of learning lessons and figuring out what works for me. And everybody that's watching, you're different. Everybody's different. Your exposure, your environment, it's all different. When we first started that consulting business, we started working with people. We had them do an environment, their own personal environmental study. For seven days, I want you to log everything you put in your mouth, everything you put on your skin. And I want you to tell me every hour where you were sitting. 
That was the environmental part. So we would read these, these studies after, and, and we would go through it. And I would realize like, hey, you sit in this armchair a lot. Where's that armchair from? Oh, that's my grandfather's armchair. And, and, and we found it was dirty and musty. Or we found an air conditioning unit that they hadn't changed the filters on that was leaking freon and blowing on. So they had chemical toxicity from that, right? Like when you add the other angle, because a lot of people do food logs and that's great. But like, where are you when you're doing that? To your point, all of a sudden you start to realize that this body is a product of the environment that it's sitting in. What you're putting on your skin, you absorb more chlorine from tap water taking a 10-minute shower than you do drinking a pint of tap water. Jeez. Simple fix, shower filter. Shower filter. And then, so all of this, to your point, it can be very overwhelming. And you don't know where to start. Take one thing and start there. Exactly. So I'm sitting in my bed and I'm learning about genetically modified food and I start to flip out. Like you were getting angry? I, well, I felt guilt. I felt Mm. shame. I felt, how could they be doing this to us? I felt irresponsible. I felt a lot of things. And I got tired of reading that morning. My wife likes to sleep in and stay up late and, uh, and I'm an early riser. So I went outside and I watched a documentary called Genetic Roulette. And they really dove deep. And I'm sitting here taking notes. Like, I'm sure you watch these documentaries, taking notes. I'm like, well, I want to verify everything that's in here. For an hour and a half, I sat there. I took copious notes, spent another hour verifying everything. And I was like, everything in here is legit. Mm. The, the names, the people, the connections between government and all of it. And it was, it was literally the lifting of the veil for me. And it was a big aha moment. My wife is still sleeping in the bedroom. I go into the kitchen and I open up every cupboard and now I'm looking for these ingredients. More importantly, I'm looking for the derivatives of genetically modified soy and corn, and corn yeah. which they just showed me. Maltodextrin, dextrin, dextrose, maltodextrose, high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, corn starch, all of this. If it's not listed organic, then it's genetically modified. 96% of the time, 92%, whatever it was. And I was like, I just want all of it on the center island. So I went through all of our cleaning products. I went through all of our food. My wife wakes up from our dark bedroom to a bright kitchen with an <laughs> island with all the, my wife, super OCD. I love you. Super OCD. She was like, what? I remember the t-shirt she was wearing. She looked so cute and adorable. She's like rubbing her eyes. Like we're supposed to plan our weddings. Like what's, what, what's <laughs> going on? And I was like, you need to sit down and watch this documentary. There's a cup of coffee and like, it's queued up. If you tell me I'm crazy, I'll put everything back and we'll look the other way. But if you see what I saw and I think you're going to, we're going to change our plans today and we're going to. So we did it all in one day. So we literally took a ton of food back to Whole Foods, back to, at the time it was Jimbo's in in Northern San Diego. And they took the returns. Mm. We went to Target, we went to Walmart, we went to wherever we bought that particular product and they took the return. This isn't healthy. It's not working for us. And they credit us back. And we took those credits and we went and bought clean products. And now we have an abundance of clean products. There's really, yeah, they're a little bit more expensive. You're going to pay for it now. You're going to pay for it later. Yeah, that's right. Right. Medical bills later or a little bit extra to get the organics and the clean stuff now. And really even that's coming down stores like natural grocers. If you're on the West coast sprouts, which is now popping up all over the place, even going into Publix here. Yeah. Publix has some great options, lots of organic options, lots of great ways for you to find clean food. And the last thing, which I think is really worth mentioning, because I know your audience knows it, and that's the power of fasting. Mm. The reality is, if you can't find clean food, when can you find clean food? And how long do you have to make it until you found clean food? And I'm telling you, it's probably 12 to 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And you could easily go 12 to 24 hours. Your clean food is right here in your belly. That's it, right? (laughs) Just just get into ketosis and and start processing fat. Right. 
And you save money, and then you could use the extra money you save on healthier foods. Win-win. The aha moments that started to flood in as you start to read up on this and as you start to learn about how the body processes sugar, and it's all just absolutely remarkable, and, and it completely changes the game. And now I've, I've taught classes and spoken to people that have fasted for 51 days that have, you know, that have these remarkable experiences. And now obviously we know more and more about autophagy and we know what happens, especially to cancer cells after a certain period of time of fasting. And the human body was really designed to ebb and flow in mm-hmm. its consumption of food. And I now have a weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually fasting schedule. Monday's Yom Kippur. I'm, I've been fasting for a day, for years. I'm Jewish, that's my background. I didn't realize how good it is for you to fast. Just about every religion and culture has fasting built into Um, what they do. Every single religion. Except United States and America. Oh, yeah. Well, what's the religion here? No, religion, just even cultures. Just their their culture, got it, yeah. Cultures in general, most of them have some form of fasting built into their day-to-day. And Americans just have this abundance of the standard American diet. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. We're not designed to eat that frequently. My One of my colleagues, Dr. Don Klum is his name. He did a, a patient population survey with hundreds of his patients to for them to write down every time they ate something. So that meant a full meal or a snack. It could yeah. be a, a sip of kombucha, almonds, uh, a protein bar. But they would write down every time they raised glucose and insulin and started the digestive process. Oh. And he found the average person was eating 17 to 23 times per day, never getting into this fasted autophagy uh, repair state, always in a fed state. And you wonder why, you know, disease is on the rise, why Harvard is saying by 2030, half of America is going to be obese, why 60% of uh, Americans are diabetic or pre-diabetic, and one in three women are diagnosed with cancer, men one in two. It's like you wonder why the disease is on the rise. You just look at how often and the foods that we're eating, which you just covered, that's contributing to disease. But what we didn't mention is something else that probably in this day and age probably surpasses all of that because you could be eating, as you said, perfectly. But if your autonomic nervous system is out of whack, it doesn't matter how clean you eat. So let's talk about the importance of the nervous system balancing that. Let's set the stage with some facts first, which I think are incredible. The top 10 reasons why Americans die of all-cause mortality. Do it. Take those top 10 reasons. Six of them are bred in stress and anxiety. You remove the stress, you remove the anxiety, those top 10 reasons, or six of them go away. Mm. They're no longer a factor. It obviously further exacerbates a lot of the disease that, that we see across the country. It obviously leads to, as we're going to talk about here in just a few minutes, packing on more and more fat, making yourself more and more obese, which leads to even more of the top 10 reasons why people die. And one of the top 10 is uh, medical error. <laughs> that's number three. And we can't touch that one, right? That's obviously <laughs> yeah. one of the four that's uh, not yeah. involved in stress. Although it could be yeah. if the doctor if is stressed don't. and anxious. Yeah. Or I mean, you take care of your health, you don't have to end up in that position anyways. 100%. Yeah. But look, these doctors, uh, look, I have doctors in my family. They work 24-hour shifts. They have them in residence pushing 24 hours. Sleep is one of the most important aspects to your overall health and wellness. And here we have... People that are saving lives in a profession yeah. where it's designed to, you can't drive a truck for more than 11 hours. It's true. Why can doctors go 24 and 36 hours on it, the front lines? And they actually treated it as like um, praise in the medical industry. Like, totally. yeah, I'm only on like a badge of honor. Of, a badge of honor. I'm only yeah. three hours of sleep. It's like, oh, I've got two and a half. I beat you. They're not taking care of themselves. They're yeah. not eating healthy. Hospital food is among the worst. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about going to fast food here. That's great. You have somebody laying in a hospital bed, no choice of what food's coming. It's horrendous. Yeah. yeah. Right? Just further exacerbating the issues that got them there in the first place. That's right. Terrible. 
So the autonomic nervous system, I love this topic. I love yeah. that you're so focused on it. And we're going to talk about your company. And yeah. we have something right here that's a beautiful product. You know, over the last few years, I would say the last four years, I really got aware of the importance of the autonomic nervous system. I got into Dr. John Martini's work. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I want you to break it down because you're a master of this. But why is it so important? to balance out that autonomic nervous system. What does it even mean to balance it out? What are the two primary branches that we have? So let's dive deep into the connection between the nervous system and health and also disease. So there's actually a third. So we're familiar with sympathetic and parasympathetic, yeah. which I actually talk about and cover a lot. There's a third, neural hormonal. And our nervous system is designed to move in and out of these different nervous system responses on a regular basis. And it's happening throughout the day without us really thinking about it. You're moving in and out of sympathetic, which is otherwise known as stressed and anxious, otherwise known as fight or flight, in back into parasympathetic, otherwise known as calm and relaxed or rest and digest. We're really meant to spend most of our time in parasympathetic. Most of our days are spent, it's just chill, there's no threat, there's nothing going on. As I sit here in this beautiful home in Miami, it occurs to me that we're pretty safe. I see people walking their dogs back and forth. I don't see anybody carrying weapons or looking like they're being hostile in any way, shape, or form. That might change as you get down towards the <laughs> South Beach. Yeah, and cross I-95 <laughs> or the west of I-95. But like, generally speaking, we live pretty safe environments. I, I tell this story a couple times. I've had a, I'm 44 years old. I lived on my own since I'm 19. I've had a baseball bat behind my front door for 25 years, 30 mm. years, whatever. Never once have I needed it. Yeah. Not once. Never has anybody come to my door like, <laughs> just, we live in a really safe environment. What's really cool about that and unfortunate is our nervous systems have not caught up with the safety that we're focused on. It, it dovetails really well into food abundance and why the standard American diet is killing people because we're not used to having food available to us this regular. My, my grandfather was a butcher. There were no ice boxes when he was a butcher just salt and, and right? Like we just didn't have that. And, and that invention has now made us food preservation and the abundance of food that much more prevalent. We live in a really safe environment and our nervous system has not adjusted for that. So it's constantly looking for ways to protect us. It's constantly looking for dire threats because that's what your nervous system does. And a lot of it is far beyond our conscious mind. Your brain processes something like 4 billion bits of information per second. Your conscious mind handles four. Mm. So we have parts of our brain that mirror out, mainly the reticular activator system, which actually basically says, hey, none of that's really important. And I'll give you a great example. It's one of my favorites. You don't feel your clothes all day mm. until I said, feel your clothes. Yeah, and all of a sudden, it. I'm like, oh, some socks. I yeah. feel my socks. Right? Mm -hmm. You start to wiggle around a little bit. All of a sudden, it comes to the forefront. It's like there's a big horn truck out front, a ram truck out front. I'm going to buy a Ram truck and all of a sudden you start seeing them on the road. Mm -hmm. They've always been there. They just weren't important to you because now you're buying a Ram truck. So the brain says, Ram truck, Ram truck, Ram truck. Your nervous system is constantly filtering out the world around you and it's constantly evaluating. And it does that through your five senses, sight, smell, taste, right? all of hearing and touch. And touch is a really important one because that, as it pertains to what we're doing, we have mechanoreceptors in our skin that are constantly sending a barrage of signals to the brain, telling it when there are changes in pressure. That amazing air conditioning that we feel blowing on our skin right now. It's really a change in pressure. And I know air conditioning is on because I feel the cold breeze. So my brain instantaneously tells myself in the thought pattern that I have, that's that wind is air conditioning and it's a good thing. And you can relax. Mm -hmm. If it were a threat, let's say it were a candle or something moving closer to me, it would alert me, bring it to my attention and 
I would have a nervous system response to that. And depending on what that is, it's like a car backfiring on the street mm -hmm. and thinking it's a gunshot. Of course you're gonna jump. Our boys and girls in the military, our men and women that are out there, they are conditioned to operate so that that backfire does not trigger the nervous system response that it would in a civilian or somebody that's not accustomed to it. It's all conditioning, it's all training. And we can't change our external environment. Like buying my technology is not gonna change the relationship you're in, it can, but not directly. It's not gonna change the friend group that you hang out with. It's not gonna change the external stressors that you have. It's gonna change the way you react to that. It's gonna train- Really respond to that. Versus, how you respond to versus it. Versus react. Uh, absolutely. So Viktor Frankl wrote a book. Uh, he's a Holocaust survivor. There's a great quote in there, which I'm not gonna get right. I should by the amount of times that I quote it, but it's something along the lines of between a stimuli and a response, there is a pause. Yeah. And it's in that pause that we get to decide how we're going to react to that stimuli. So good. All we're doing is stretching that time. And you think about it, a bad breakup an hour ago versus how you feel a year, 10 years, 20 years, it's, it's, it's not even close, right? You're devastated the moment after it happened. A week later, you're starting to feel better. A month later, you might already moved on. A year later, it's a blip on the radar. How can we stretch out that response so that you don't have the response? Oh, and, and obviously, the, depending on the relationship, I'm not discounting anything that's going on there. You should totally mourn. You should totally do that. But like... <laughs> How fast can we get to the one-year response or, mm -hmm. the, or the decade response after that particular stimuli? So the nervous system is constantly evaluating what's happening around us, and it's constantly looking for things that are life-threatening. And it will find them. If they're not there, it will find them. And there's a lot of things that can stimulate and elicit that response this day and age that aren't necessarily life-threatening, but trigger the same response in the body. So take two different scenarios. We're walking down the street, and I start to notice somebody behind us that's big, kind of got a hood on, maybe has a mask on these days, and they're walking a little faster, they're getting a little closer, the spidey sense starts to go off. That's a good trigger of your sympathetic nervous system response. What happens? The brain begins to uh, release cortisol and adrenaline into the bloodstream. This keeps you hyper-focused on this guy that's creeping up on you. The adrenaline that's flowing through sends muscle, uh, sends energy and strength to the major muscle groups of the body so that you can fight or run. It also does a bunch of other things that a lot of people don't talk about, and I think it's really important. It turns off digestion. Mm. I don't need to digest food. This gets into your audience big time. I don't need to digest food. I need all my strength and power to fight or run. I would evaluate if I need to fight or run. So now all of a sudden, it doesn't matter how clean, how organic, what supplements you're taking, how high quality, where this salt came from. All of that is irrelevant because your body has turned off digestion to divert that energy from daily maintenance to fight or flight. Now, again, spidey sense is going off. That's a good thing. If it's just I'm sitting down reading the paper and this thing that happened around the world that really doesn't affect me or have any impact on me is starting to get me worked up, that stress and anxiety, it's the same process that the body, body does not delineate between the two. Turns off digestion, turns off your immune system. Mm. I don't need to fight off a virus or a bacteria. I've got an existential threat that's right in front of my face. Same, same. Turns off your reproductive organs. A lot of people are having trouble getting pregnant. It could be stress and anxiety that's leading to that. And it's not all of these things every single time. Everybody's gonna react a little bit different, but these are things you need to look into. And then the, big, the other big thing that I think is really worth mentioning is it turns off rational thinking. Mm. There's nothing like dealing with somebody who's being irrational. All of us rational people know what it's like to do with somebody that's irrational. <laughs> that's a joke. But like, it turns off rational thinking. The decision tree that I need right now is very much focused on that guy that's creeping behind me. So 
that's the good experience. It's different. And look, when I'm with my wife and my daughter, you bet I'm on high alert. You bet I'm scanning the room and my head is on a swivel and I'm looking for things. Okay. Take that same physical threat and now translate that to it's Sunday night. I'm getting ready for bed. Let me just check my emails and see what came up over the weekend. And there's an email from your boss that you got to deal with. And instead of getting in at eight in the morning, you got to be in at six. And man, I really wish I didn't open that up. And man, I really can't stand this job that I absolutely hate, right? Or worse, I've had this happen to me. Friday morning, you get into your office and there's an envelope on your desk and they're closing your department. It's life-threatening. I think that's a really good thing for you to have a response to, but it's not the same life-threatening response. And the brain can't delineate between that. You have a girlfriend or a boyfriend who's getting back together with that guy again or that girl again, and you can't believe she doesn't see what you see. And, and I don't want to hear this again. Like These are all scenarios and situations that we're in just in everyday life that triggers that same sympathetic nervous system response in the body. It does not delineate between a physical existential threat and an emotional one or a mental one. So now all of a sudden, we're walking around in that fight or flight. There are people walking around in fight or flight from the moment they wake up until the moment they go to bed day after day, week after week, month after month for a variety of different reasons. You wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you wake up stressed and anxious, and that's the morning that you have. It's this domino effect of negative things that tend to happen. You get in the car, you're driving to work, and all of a sudden they shut down three lanes of the highway for an accident or, or construction, and you're bent out of shape. You're freaking out. You can't even think about what to do. Whereas that same scenario on a beautiful, sunny day where you woke up and there's no stress and there's no anxiety, and all of a sudden the road closes, you're like, let me turn on the music. Let me roll down the windows. Let me fire off a quick text. Hey, I'm running 10 minutes late. Highway shut down. Here's a picture. I don't know what's going on. I'll be late. Both scenarios are very real. Both responses are very real. And yet when you're stressed and anxious, it just continue, the dominoes just continue to fall because you don't have that rational thinking. You don't have nutrition and energy at your side. You're probably not sleeping well. You read that email before you go to bed and you have cortisol and adrenaline flowing through your veins, you're not falling asleep, right? You're going to toss and turn. And we know how important sleep is. We know how important nutrition is. So it's this domino effect that runs in the background. Your nervous system is constant. Even right now, in this room right now, the dog barking, I jumped a little bit, <laughs> right? Like, oh, is everything okay? Oh, yeah, somebody just outside. It's fine. Diffuses it real quick. Yeah. And I go back into parasympathetic, back to chill, back to hanging out. It's really important for us to be able to move in and out of sympathetic and parasympathetic regularly. And HRV testing does a great job yes. of showcasing exactly how your nervous system is operating. Obviously, the Apple Watches and uh, the Ring, yeah, Aura this. Rings, right? All these things are great. And there's even there's biofeedback machines. There's all sorts of technology now that can monitor what's happening in your nervous system in real time that can teach you how your body is conditioned to react now. And now we've got all sorts of different technologies that can help to condition your nervous system to react differently, respond differently. We're not dissolving your ability. We're not running away or doing away with the sympathetic nervous system response. No, quite the opposite. Started by telling you, I run a company based on stress and anxiety and I have stress and anxiety. It's never going to go. I have a three and a half year old. My wife works full time. I have a full time booming business. I've got emails that I can't get to. I've got text messages I can't get to. I've got people I can't get back to. All of this weighs on us all day long. There's a part of you that is constantly thinking about that. So the more that we can do to manage the nervous system, the more that we can do to keep cool, calm, and collected, 
the better we're going to show up in life, the better and more competent we're going to be in the decisions we make, the swifter and faster we're going to be in those decisions that we make, the better we're going to show up as a partner, as a friend, as a business partner, as a romantic partner, as a human being in general. The more compassion we're going to have, the more empathy we're going to have. You're not being empathetic when you're in fight or flight. You're stressed and pissed off and, and, and short-tempered. And when you're cool, calm, and collected, and that person in front of you at the checkout counter is putting in their code for the umpteenth time, and they can't figure out how that debit card, and I'll just buy your groceries for you so I can get out of here. <laughs> you just hop on your phone, and, or you talk to the person next to you, or you just sit and smile, and you just kind of hang out in your nice, even-keeled temperament. When you're stressed and anxious, just one thing after another, after another, after another, and it can be triggered by the littlest thing. So the more that we do to calm and relax the nervous system, and, and let's talk about some solutions for sure. Yeah, before I want to unpack a little bit about what yeah. you said before we get to the solution. So the nervous system, when it's too much sympathetic uh, and you're not getting a healthy balance of parasympathetic, which we want to be most of the time, we want to dabble in and use sympathetic from time yeah. to time as you establish, very important for survival. When your nervous system is out of balance, your body is going to present symptoms. Yep. And those symptoms, I mean, we could list a thousand, thousands of symptoms, right? And those symptoms are there to show you as a check engine light, something going on with your nervous so system. Good. There's a stressor. could be you're watching too much news. Turn off the news. You're checking your email before bed. Stop doing that. Yeah. You're waking up and looking at your text messages. Stop doing that. Or it could be whatever it is. And two, you mentioned the um, immune system. A lot of people are focused on that, especially the last three years. I don't want to get yeah. sick, COVID, whatever. Yeah. And when I interviewed Dr. Bruce Lipton, he was telling me that stress, high cortisol levels, which you're stuck and sympathetic, yeah. quickest way to wipe out your immune system. And he gave the example of kidney transplant patients that oh. go through a kidney transplant procedure right before they're about to get this new kidney, this foreign object, the surgeon injects them with what? Stress hormones oh. because it wipes out their immune system response, allows them to accept that foreign object and it works, right? It That's works. what stress does to it's the immune precursor. system. Exactly. Yeah. And then he also, Dr. Bruce Lipton mentioned when you're in a sympathetic state and locked in there, the blood flow goes away from that prefrontal cortex, the rational thinking, That's remarkable. and it shunts it to the amygdala. And yeah. he also said that high fructose corn syrup does the same thing. Yeah. It's freaking, and it's usually high fructose corn syrup is in a lot of these poverty neighborhoods, which is unfortunate. What's happening in the United States, especially with access to good, clean food, in my opinion, is one of the most tragic things that's happening. Uh, all of us. I just look at the decisions my friends are making, and they laugh at me when I don't eat the food. You're not going to eat this, are you? No. And, <laughs> and, I'm, and I've shut up on telling you not to eat it because yeah, yeah. clear, it's clearly not working. So. Yeah, same me. No I'll, judgment. I'll do my thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, enjoy it. Soak <laughs> it up. Bless that food. And, and, and really, I hope it you know, may, may work really well for you. But no, I'm not going to eat that. Yeah, I think that's what it takes, ownership. You mentioned uh, heart rate variability. You, you said HRV. I'm a big fan of HRV, oh. and I track mine like diligently. And then when we get into your products, it's, it's going to be cool when I start using yours consistently to see Absolutely. what it does. Yeah. But let's talk about HRV and then some you know, some practical things we can do to balance out the, ner the nervous system. Uh, heart rate variability is, I think, and you could correct me if you've seen something else, I probably think it's the best gauge on how healthy your nervous system is. Would you say that? I the, think it's the best there. way to track it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's certainly the most available. Yeah. Especially this day and age with technology, the aura ring, even the Apple watch. I think you need to take it a step further for guys like you and me and somebody that's really working for something. Um, BrainTap has a great neural check product mm -hmm. that looks at nine different signals that I really like. So yeah, I think, and it's a $6,000 investment, right? It's not a $300 yeah, ring. Yeah. So you're again, most readily available for you to get that data and the easiest to work from 
I think is HRV. HRV. And I also use uh, Hanu Health, which is a continuous HRV monitor, yeah. a strap, right? Yeah. So I could just see what like breathing does and different things throughout the day. But ideally, we want to find everybody has a different HRV average. Yep. For example, you know what's interesting, Craig? Uh, my fiance, who you just met, Natasia, she has an aura ring and um, her HRV average is like 150. Wow. <laughs> and she's not a pro athlete. She actually has anxiety and stress and has a lot of panic attacks wow. in, in, the, in the past. So there's a genetic component there. Absolutely. My HRV, when I started tracking a few years ago, was like a 35, 40. Now average is around 70, 75. So the goal is to get it's the fun. average and then work on increasing it, yeah, right? It's like, fun to watch the number it's go It's fun, up. right? Yeah. So some of the things that I've done for my HRV, of course, not looking at my phone first thing in the morning. I have a 90-minute rule where I don't look at my phone. We could talk about that. Uh, yeah, let's it's talk. the first thing I do when I wake up. That was the first thing you do uh -huh. when you wake up? Uh -huh. We'll talk about it. You want to do it now? Yeah. All right. So I've got a business that's exploding, right? And I have a daughter. And if I get up before my daughter, the first thing I do is look at my phone because I have teams all over the world. I have affiliates all over the world. And they need things specifically from me that my team can't provide. So for me, if I don't look at my phone for 90 minutes, that's 90 more minutes. <laughs> and I wake up on the West Coast, it's 7 a.m. or 6.30 right, or whatever right. time I wake up. For the guys on the, and gals on the East Coast, it's already you know halfway through their morning. If I don't answer it until their early afternoon, I'm burning more time. Mm. So for me to clear my head, and in fact, my wife actually gives me the time to wake up, get on my phone. I scan through all the inboxes. I scan, I've got manufacturing in China. I have people that it's different days, different times. For me, that's what clears my morning and allows me to have the 90 minutes of go time with my daughter and helping my wife get out of the house and, and doing my meditation and getting out for my sun salutations and grounding and doing my morning process. But for me, it's the first thing that I do when I wake yeah, up well, in the morning. It gives me that peace of mind. You're unique. Maybe eventually you'll create a system and delegate that. Look, I, you know, I think this goes and dovetails into one that I've heard you say over and over. We're all unique. Yeah. We're all different. Yeah. We all have our own needs. I don't think there's one blanket solution that's good for everybody. And for me, I've now shared a couple times. Like, <laughs> it's the first thing that I do in the morning, and it works for me, right? But for most people who have a nine-to-five job, who, that's probably absolutely. not a good idea. No, 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 and I agree with that. And I also have a particular detachment yeah. to bad news. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm an entrepreneur. Bad news happens all the time. We just pivot and make a decision, and that happened. Okay, cool. I say to my wife all the time over and over again, it's perfect. Yeah. Like whatever just happened is perfect because that's what happened. That's what was meant to be because that's what happened. So you, it's all perfect. Clement Stone, W. Clement Stone used to have that motto. When something would happen, whether it was good or bad, he would say, that's perfect. That's good. Because whatever is going to happen and you, you learn from it. People come to me with bad news and they're like with some trepidation. Yeah. Like I don't want to. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. They're like, really? And I'm like, well, I mean, can I change it? Nope. Okay, cool. So what decisions are we doing? How are we going to make some things better? Alex Hormozzi had a great quote. He just did a huge launch, yeah. right? 100 million leads. And one of the emails went out early. And the gal that did it came to him and basically said, like, I'm fired, right? And he goes, no, of course not. Why would I fire you? And he said, you just made a catastrophic mistake. She goes, yeah. He goes, are you ever going to make that mistake again? She goes, definitely not. He goes, then you're the best person for the job. <laughs> yeah, Why would true. I fire you? Yeah. I know you're never going to make that mistake again. Yeah. Why would I put somebody else in that seat that might make that mistake? Yeah. And you've already learned the lesson. Lessons learned there. Yeah, yeah I love that. So getting back to some of the things that I do, something that I've done recently is actually wearing a sleep mask at night, yeah. applies light pressure that yeah. helps me feel safe, actually has helped with my HRV scores. Yeah. Of course, I use like a chili pad, my bed's cool, it's dark, focusing more on my nostril breathing versus my mouth breathing, yeah. which is something that I used to have trouble with a lot. Yeah. 
all these things and of gratitude, like being, and I can't wait to start practicing gratitude on your, your Ooh, cushion here. Cause I, I'm a big, I call it vitamin G. I'm an escalator. Yep, what you're grateful absolutely. for. But let's talk about some things the audience could do that are free and practical. And then we'll get into some of these cool technologies that you've developed. Look, you're a technologist just like I am. And I do believe in tech assisted meditation. And I believe technology is a powerful tool. However, we don't always have technology with us. So understanding your body and how you react, all the things that we've talked about, journaling and understanding consumption and, and not doing, that's the first, like, the first rule is know what you're putting in your body, on your skin and keeping the air around you, being cognizant and conscious around that is kind of the first line of defense. I'm on a world tour. I was with Dr. John on Friday. I was in Dallas on, on Saturday. I was in Denton. Then I backed Sunday and then my grandmother passed, which is actually the reason why I was here. Bless her beautiful heart. Yeah, I bless had her family stuff at the beginning of the week. I was literally home 36 hours and I turned around and came back here. And now I'm on the go. I'm sleeping in different places. I'm trying to maximize as much time as I can to see as many people as I can. There's a certain amount of stress that comes with that. Last night, I slept on my friend Sam's couch. It was an unbelievably comfortable couch. Uh, no blinds. Uh, I had an eye mask on and I was just breathing through my nose. I had earplugs in because there was some noises going on in the house that I wasn't used to and cats purring and all sorts of weird stuff. <laughs> I've got, I had a cat allergy. I say had because I had no problem with the cats whatsoever, which was awesome. Two cats here in this house and I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. A lot of that I think has to do with training my nervous system and getting it regulated correctly, uh, which was a really interesting epiphany I had just in the last 12 hours. Mm. So this stuff is constantly unfolding. I think the most important thing that we have is our breath. And breath controls the mind, mind controls the body is the mantra that I continue to think about. And we can get into mantras and we can get into words and, and that sort of thing. My favorite mantra is I am powerful, I am strong, I am loved, I am safe. I say it over and over and over again. I say it to my daughter before we go to bed every night. And I say, bless your sleep. We really protect our sleep, just like you with the chili pad and the darkness and all of that. We gotta do the best we can. And most of the time when I notice I'm stressed and anxious, I notice that I'm breathing short. Even as I go to bed at night, I'm laying in my bed last night, eyes closed. I'm actually getting stressed about the potential impact the cats in the room are going to have. Mm. Sam is, oh, bless your beautiful heart, Sam. I absolutely love you. She's like, the cats sleep with me. Don't worry about it. She fell asleep. The door was open. Cats are walking around <laughs> on the table. I thought a cat was going to jump on me in the middle of the night. That was going to freak me out because I don't have any animals in my house. All these things are going, which, by the way, never happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here I am laying in my bed last night, eye mask on, earplugs up, wondering when a cat's going to land on me. And I realized that I'm, I'm just living in the shortness of breath. Took a deep diaphragm breath, did some breath work. So for me, breath work is the first free thing that we all have. I breathe every single day. You breathe every single day. You have access to this right now. And box breathing for me is the simple, easy four count in, four count hold, four count out, four count hold. Box breathing, do that for a minute. It will reset your yeah. sympathetic nervous system response. Dr. Andrew Huberman's got a great take right now on a two inhale breath. <laughs> And then a long exhale um, resets the nervous system in just a few, excuse me, in just a few breaths. It will actually reset the nervous yeah. system and kick in parasympathetic. Easy, free, you could do it anywhere. I love that. And so many people are constantly breathing through their mouth, which oh. is going to activate your sympathetic nervous system and also lower nitric oxide. And you're just not going to feel nitric great. Nitric oxide. Nitric oh, oxide. <laughs> buzzword of the day. I love it. <laughs> so yes, those are some free things. But let's talk about technology. Technology gift and a curse, right? We, you know, these lights here are stimulating our nervous system, stimulating cortisol, but we also could use technology like you have this, this amazing cushion. So I just got this, uh, like 
last night. Yeah. <laughs> and I plugged it in today, right before you got here. And my, me and my fiance started experimenting with it. It's vibrating. It's playing amazing music. And then Brian, who's uh, my childhood friend here, also our tech guy, comes in and he sits on it and he turn it on. And he's Whoa. like, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. And you play like these soundtracks and it's just like, it feels so amazing. Like I wasn't even sitting on it when you played that soundtrack and I was feeling yeah. like that music and that vibe. The human body is an antenna. We pick up on energy to the story of last night walking into the club and the energy just being off and just knowing it. That happens when we walk into houses, homes, people. For me, I'll sit down on the subway in New York City and somebody will sit next to me and be like, I, gotta, I, gotta, <laughs> I can't be here, I gotta get up, right? Yeah. Because I'm that sensitive to it. We all are, we're all empathetic. We're all energy, energetic beings. I have a saying, technology got us into this mess, technology can get us out. Here I sit before you wearing the Apple Watch, I carry AirPods, I certainly do things to block EMFs and to limit my exposure to it, but I don't think that it's the end all. I think the intensity of it is growing, but I also know how resilient the human body is. And I know we will persevere and we will push through it. That said, I still do a lot of the things to mitigate EMFs and I think that's important. In general, you are the environment that you sit in as we've kind of covered so much. Technology got us into this mess, technology is gonna get us out really speaks to how overly stimulated our nervous system is for all the reasons that we just talked about. Walking outside, you're constantly exposed and barraged to these lights, the technology. There is absolutely bioenergetic field that comes off this watch. And I needed to adjust to that. And my body, which is resilient, picked up on that. And I believe the benefits outweigh the negatives. And it's beneficial for me to have it. I don't sleep with it on. I know the aura rings people sleep with, but the aura ring does Air, something different. Mode. Yeah. The aura ring does something different where it's not sending signals while you're sleeping. Correct. This would. Yeah. So I don't sleep with anything on. Actually, I take my crystals off. I take jewelry off. I take everything off. I charge my phone more than three feet away from me because it's the first thing I grab in the morning. <laughs> At uh, emergencies, you want to keep your phone near you. There's just a lot of practical aspects to a lot of what we talk about that's not practical for some people. So you got to figure out what works best for you. Back to the technology. So your company is called In Harmony. I In know Harmony Interactive. That. Yeah, In Harmony Interactive. You speak all over the world. Dr. John Laurence, who's a good friend of mine, you just spoke at his event. So awesome. We love Dr. John, the mad scientist. Indeed. Hey, Keto Camper. There's something that I do every single day to supercharge my mitochondria to help with inflammation and soreness from a workout, and that is the use of red light therapy. This is called photobiomodulation, and there's a ton of research that shows the benefits of near-infrared and red light therapy. The red light therapy that I use is from Bon Charge. I simply use it 10 to 20 minutes per day. It has both near-infrared and red light, and every single day when I use this, I feel ready to take on my day. So whether you're dealing with gut pain, joint inflammation, or you want to just supercharge your mitochondria... Get your hands on a quality red light therapy device. And I highly recommend the one from Bond Charge. They hooked you all up for being a Keto Camp podcast listener with a 15% off coupon code. All you need to do, check out this product and all the wonderful products they have available is to go to bondcharge.com slash Keto Camp and use the coupon code Keto Camp at checkout to save 15% off your order. We will drop that link and coupon code in the podcast notes. Go check it out. And let's get right back to this episode. 
what is in harmony? Why did you decide to create the company? And then we'll get into this, this uh, cushion here. Okay. So just to go back to my original story, I'm traveling the country, speaking, training, and educating on the efficacy of essential oils. I'm going to yoga retreats. I'm going to conferences and trade shows, and I am gravitating towards the sound therapists and the sound baths. If you've never been to a sound bath, crystal bowls, bells, mm -hmm. chimes, didgeridoos, these are acoustic instruments that project a sound and a frequency. What I now know that I didn't know then, I would lay down in front of these instruments and absolutely fall in love. I, this was like the most amazing thing to me on the planet. I fell asleep at the first strike of the, of the bell and I woke up 45 minutes later feeling incredible. I didn't know the science, I didn't really care. I just knew I shed all the weight of what I brought into that event. It was the first thing I did after I checked in or set up my tent or whatever. And I felt fantastic. It set the tone for me to drop in. It cleansed and cleared my body. I didn't know what that was doing mm -hmm. then, but now I've learned so much more. And I wanted it on tap. It's one thing you can buy a bowl and you can certainly play it, but then I got to sit there and play the bowl. And if I want to fully let go, I need somebody else in front of me playing that bowl. So I wanted something digital. I'm an audiophile. I love technology. I love clean, crisp, clean sound. So I went out and I bought a couple of gong CDs and, uh, and I, I starfished out in the middle of my living room and I uh, took my center channel in between my legs, my front right, my front left, my rear right, my rear left, the subwoofer, and I'm cranking this gong CD. And turns out I'm using the wrong technology. <laughs> um, the technology that we use in here is called a tactile transducer. It converts sound in, into vibration, and then we present your body with that vibration. It's not very different from that sound bowl. That sound bowl is creating a frequency, being that we're antennas, we come into what's called harmonic resonance with the frequencies that we're being presented to. Just like sitting somebody next to somebody who's toxic, those thoughts actually have a vibration. Dr. Bruce Lipton talks about this brilliantly. Yeah. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this brilliantly. Everything on this planet has a vibration. This table behind us, I know it looks solid and it certainly appears solid when I touch it. However, it's vibrating. Yeah. And when we think back to seventh grade chemistry, protons, neutrons, and electrons, it makes total sense. We have the periodic table and all of the elements. How do they bond together? These electrons are circling in, in a visual of, of around a cell, which isn't exactly how it works, but they connect to one another, they bond, and they create and present to us physical objects in this world. Absolutely remarkable yeah. and mind-boggling. Yeah, it's amazing. Vibration is everything. Light, sound, it's all part of the same electromagnetic spectrum. It's obviously Solid objects are vibrating much slower. Rocks, plants, all organic matter, everything is vibration. And being that our bodies are antennas, we pick up on that. So what we do at InHarmony Interactive is we present your body through a digital delivery system with sounds and frequencies that your body comes into harmonic resonance with, comes into balance with, that calms and relaxes the nervous system. That hormesis effect is a very real thing. I love that we talked about that and covered it because I talk about it a lot. We're shocking your body. We're shaking every single cell in your body. So we have four main products. Our biggest product is the InHarmony Sound Lounge. We came out with that in November of 2016. So we're coming up on seven years of producing that. January of 2016, of 2018 rather, we came out with the InHarmony Practitioner, which um, is designed to augment body work. So it's designed to go on top of a massage table. If you're a massage therapist, if you do acupuncture, acupressure, massage therapy, chiropractic, it's flat. It's designed to go on top of your table already and add sound and vibration to that. And then we have our meditation cushion, which we launched on Blackout Tuesday, just after COVID started. And that's a whole other story that we could certainly get into, but this is our smallest form factor. And really what we started to realize as we were doing this more and more, as you start to get into brain waves and brain states, we are inducing a theta brainwave, which is that deep meditative state. So creating a meditation cushion just seemed like a natural thing for us to do 
the trolls in the comments all the time as we're promoting what we're doing. You don't need a $700 meditation cushion to meditate. And I just reply back, you're 100% correct. Yeah. You definitely don't. <laughs> for those of us that are so triggered, for those of us that are in this downward spiral that can't regulate our nervous system, we do need technology. Mm -hmm. We can use that technology. We can train ourselves through the use of technology just like an athlete trains themselves using resistance training is a great example. You have runners that run with 20 or 30 pounds on a sled behind them, running the 40-yard dash or whatever it is that they're running. When they get on race day, they don't have that 40 pounds. They run faster because they've trained themselves and conditioned themselves to run with that weight. It's the same thing with mindfulness. It's the same thing with meditation. Sound and vibration guides the nervous system, the mind, body, and spirit into that theta brainwave state automatically. You don't have to think about it. You just sit on the tech, you push play, you close your eyes, and you are taken into that meditative state mm. like magic. It's really quite amazing. And that's where the work gets done. So in our app, which is our fourth product, we have music meditations and a record label. We're constantly releasing new music. There's a new track that goes out just about every single week. And it's all focused on specific frequencies in a specific sequence. Microtonal music is the genre of music that we produce. And it's long pulled drone notes. Think of the strumming of a bass guitar versus the, the kicking of a kick drum. Mm -hmm. One is very fast and another one is kind of pulled out. And that long drone bass note is what your body begins to sync up to and what the physiological response that you get because it's amplified is far more intense than that you would get at just a normal sound bath, which are great. I love all the acoustic instruments. The gong is one of my favorites. I have crystal bowls. I have all of the things. They're wonderful. When you increase the amplification, you increase the physiological benefits of that. So let's walk through a couple of physiological benefits. Obviously, we're resetting the nervous system. We're kicking in the chemical cascades associated with parasympathetic. It takes about 15 minutes for that to happen. So a formal 15 session. 15 minutes, that's it. Takes about 15 minutes. And you, yeah. your parasympathetic is kicked in. That's right. So you're gonna you're gonna feel that, obviously. You will absolutely feel that. Now it kicks in the chemical cascades associated with moving you. Without any external stimuli to go from stressed and anxious to calm and relaxed takes two to four hours, depending on the human being. Does it need to be in a, a two to four hours straight or can you break, break it up into different sessions within a day? So here's the cool part about that. Life continues to happen around you. Your nervous system continues to evaluate what's happening around you. So it's not this linear line of I'm in sympathetic and I'm going into parasympathetic. It's this constant series, uh, this cacophony, if you will, of happenstance that our body is constantly evaluating. Mm -hmm. It could be the simplest things like, bless my beautiful wife's heart. I absolutely love you. She moves everything in my house all the time. I think she's playing tricks on me. She's not. She's just organizing and reorganizing. My fiance does the same thing. <laughs> so I come down to go to the kitchen and I'm reaching for where the stir usually is yeah. and I can't find the stir. There's a stress response associated with that. <laughs> Something so silly and so stupid. It's not life-threatening, but like, Maybe I'm running to get to a pot. Maybe I'm running to get yeah. to a meeting. Like you have a certain time to get that. Right? <laughs> I'm really efficient with my time. And when something's moved, I'm like, so, honey, where's the stir? Right? Yeah. Like, so these simple things that are constantly happening. So to your point, it's not this linear line of I'm stressed and then I'm not stressed. Life is constantly happening around us. And we're constantly ebbing and flowing into and out of different levels of that sympathetic nervous system response. Yeah. Even the littlest bit is enough. If you're triggered, just saying the word triggered for some people triggers them mm -hmm. can be catastrophic. Yeah. Yeah. Ways. So this cushion, which I just got, I'm going to use it. I'm going to yeah. do document my HRV. Yeah. We'll show some, some videos now, Cameron of uh, me sitting on here, but we, I sit on top of this. I cross my legs, take my shoes off. 
There's an option to put on headphones, which I'm, I'm going to do that instead because yeah, I want that. built-in stereo speakers yeah. and headphones make it more immersive. You yeah. connect via Bluetooth and then you open up the app and there's different songs, different music. Different tracks. Different yeah. tracks. We call them music meditations. Music meditations. You mentioned the story before we hit record about one that was going to be a demo that you said, this has to be an inspiration. Well, yeah. Talk about your experience with that track. Absolutely. So shout out to Anthony Weiss, our director of content creation. He's incredible. He made... Um, many of the tracks, a majority of them, maybe 90% of the tracks that are wow. on our app. Uh, he turns out music. He works full-time just making us music week in and week out. Anthony and I talk regularly. He's a super homie. I love him. I mean, just one of the most amazing human beings on the planet. You know this. Yeah. And we talk regularly about, and Dom has input, my business partner, Dominic, absolutely incredible. Love him. Best business relationship I've ever been in. We're here hard on our sleeve for impact. I want more people to know and understand what we're sharing. It's why this podcast and this format, I think, is so powerful. In the world of AI that we were just talking about, where everything's fake and you don't know what what it, I can tell you we're actually sitting here in Miami. <laughs> we're actually recording this. These are my words. We're going to need a way to verify this somehow, like <laughs> yeah. a little sign or, or something. I don't, I don't know what. It's like like, like yeah. Project Verified is to GMOs. <laughs> we need something for AI verified. So Anthony's making music full-time. Vibonacci made our first two demo tracks, step one and step two, we call them in the app. It's a two minute and 22 second demo, really designed to exemplify what this tech is all about. So as you have friends and family come over and they're like, what is that? Just like Brian did when he walked in. Yeah. Well, it's my in-harmony meditation because Craig made it. If I'm not here, sit him down, play step one. Okay. Step one is two minutes and 22 seconds and I it's designed it to show you what the technology is capable of and what its impact That's is. That's what you played for Brian today? That's what we paid oh, for him. I love that It's sound. uplifting. It's got a nice beat to it. It sounds very much like pop music, if you will. And shout out to Vibonacci who made that. It's absolutely incredible. The next track after that, because inevitably two minutes, 22 seconds is not enough, mm -hmm. right? It's designed to be a short tease. And for you to say like, what is that? Step two is a voiceover. It's nine minutes and nine seconds. My voice teaching you about the technology. No problem. My boy Craig's going to tell you all about it. Let me just push play on the next track, put the headphones back on. And now it's me guiding them through their first vibroacoustic experience while we talk about what's happening physiological, uh, physiologically in the body. I'm out doing events with Anthony, and I said to Anthony, Anthony, I really want a, a home demo. He goes, his DJ name is home. I really want a home demo. So after weeks of him working on something, he sends me this five-minute, almost six-minute version of this track, and he says, I want this to be my demo. I lay down on the sound lounge like I do each and every week. My work, like what I have to do for work is like, it's so blissful. Like Fun. <laughs> I have to get on the sound lounge. I have to listen yeah. to this new track. I, Damn it. It's like, I have oh. to heal my body and enjoy it. <laughs> it's really quite magical what we get to <laughs> co-create and manifest. So I, I lay down and three minutes into the track, my face exploded. Like, what does that mean? I started hysterical crying in joy and gratitude a snot billowing out of my nose, weeping, like <laughs> tears running down my eyes. There's probably liquid coming out of my nose and my and my and my ears rather. Like it was that explosive of an experience. And what came over me was this rush of inspiration. As soon as the track, it's this ballad. It's it's this uplifting, incredible ballad of just sound and vibration that just stimulates every ounce of creativity in my body. And I started thinking about my business partners, my family partners, all the people that have supported me along the way. I started thinking about our customers and testimonials and recent conversations that I had that week. And I became overrun. And it's not the first time that 
I've had this face explosion on the tech and this overwhelm of gratitude. And I called up Anthony and I, I literally still, my nose was still stuffed. I still sounded like I had an experience. Like, you all right? I'm like, this track can't be your demo. And he was like, what do you mean? Why not? Like, I really, I, this track needs to be called Inspiration. And I, I, and I crave a longer version. So and, that's in there. That's in the app. Oh yeah. It's called Inspiration. It's 20, 25 minutes long right, and it's I'm Inspiration. So the, when that track came out, I then hopped back on the Sound Lounge and I'm like, cool, I can't wait to listen to this track. I made it about six minutes and my face exploded again. I couldn't finish the track. <laughs> the second time I listened, and this is, by the way, this happens throughout our network. We've got a Telegram channel for all of our users and all of our affiliates, two different channels. And this is regularly the experience from that track. Wow. The second time I listened to it, I made it about 12, 13 minutes through. Face didn't explode this time, but I had so much creative juice flowing through my body that I had to stop the track lest I'd lose it. And I had to write some notes down and, and all these things to start to play through. This starts to happen. In, so now we're six and a half years into me, almost seven years into me having access to a sound lounge. When I first got my technology, I was on it three times a day, morning, noon, and night, plus some fillers when I felt stressed and anxious. Now I'm probably on it once a day, either the cushion or the sound lounge. I prefer the sound lounge just for laying down and more relaxation, but obviously I'm on the cushion on a regular basis. Love doing hot bay and meditation mist on the, we'll do the that cushion. Next. Absolutely fantastic. I keep it really low because obviously you're shaking every part of your body. I don't need the extra when the medicine is flowing, but right after, once I've settled in, I love dropping into a meditation. I don't call it meditation mist for nothing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Absolutely exactly. fantastic. So now what I find, so we just had a, the, the most recent track that we released, uh, aside from the one that dropped last night, was called La Serena. And it's Anthony playing 25 minutes straight on a handpan. Absolutely brilliant. Anthony for his wedding got a 15 note handpan custom made for him. He just sat down and started playing it, recorded it, turned that into a track. Damn. Incredible. So we go live every Thursday on Instagram and we talk about the track. What do I have to do every Wednesday night? I got to listen to the new track. Mm -hmm. So um, it's late at night. I know I need to do this thing before I go. I'm not really in a mood for a sound lounge session. I just want to get to bed. I'm tired. It's been a long day. I got a lot of stressful things happening in my world right now. A lot of friends coming around other friends. My grandmother just passed. Like just... Life, again, these things happen and we deal with it. And I have a lot that's happening. A couple of friends are going through heartache and strife and, and just speaking and being there for them. And again, it's just life. The last thing I wanted to do is get on my sound lounge, but I had to do it. And as soon as that first note hit, all of a sudden I start recapping the day. And one situation after another, I'm getting downloads on what needs to happen, what the next step is, who I need to talk to, who would be great to bring into this conversation, what the next steps might look like. Before I know it, it's one thing after another. This is before we started talking. This was like a week and a half ago. I get a download that I need to reorganize my office, that I have this white couch in my office that I always used to use for meetings and appointments, and it needs to be a podcasting studio. Mm. I need this set. I was watching your videos at this point. I'm like... I need this setup. <laughs> I start looking into the shore. Uh, what is this? The M7 or whatever. M, what was the SM7B? SM, yeah. Right? Like I start looking into this microphone. I'm yeah. looking into the arms you're using, where the cameras are positioned. I'm trying to backfill like yeah. what this room looks like so that I can have my own studio. And I start to realize that that's the highest and best use of that awesome. space. So I have this visualization and I listen to the whole track. And, and then I find myself towards the end of the track, consciously keeping myself awake, not drifting into that theta brainwave state so I could remember everything that happened because I didn't write it down. 
I got back into bed with my wife and, and you know, I literally got out of bed. I'm like, Hey, I got to go listen to this track. And she's like, your work is so fun. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> so I get back into bed. She's like, how was your session? And I was like, we need to talk. Sat up in bed, turned the lights up. Like we're a red household at night. I put on like, like a, a more orange yellow light. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I got to get this stuff out. We wrote down notes of all the things that we talked about, all the situations that we were dealing with together, all these great downloads and ideas that came up of it. I asked for her help because she's my interior designer. We need to rework my office. Here's the highest and best use. Here's what I want it to look like. I want the logo. I want the whole nine. And this is what happens when you're in a calm and relaxed state. Mm -hmm. Creativity overflows through whatever it is that you're dealing with day in and day out. The brain is constantly running in the background, all of these different scenarios and situations. It's constantly looking for the best outcomes that it can find for you and all of the worst outcomes. That's that negative self-talk that's happening in your head. When you drift into that relaxed state, you give your brain space to think through those possible outcomes. And all of a sudden, the best possible outcomes start to flow. For me, I've trained my brain to look for the best possible outcomes, not the worst possible outcomes. The worst possible outcomes are still there, but the best possible outcomes, the ones that start to flow and overflow and ooze out of me. And the more you put energy into that, the easier it is to focus on the positive outcomes. Yeah, look. The ego, without getting into too much of, of the ego's process in the brain, but the ego does four main things. The first is it creates time, establishes time. I know it's about 2.30 on a Saturday. Place, I know Craig Goldberg's body is in Miami, Florida. Creates individuality. So I know I, we're all, without getting into too much of a spiritual conversation, I believe we are all cut from the same cloth. We are all part of the same source energy. We are spiritual beings having a human experience, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. The ego is what creates your individualism. It's what says you're Ben Azadi, I'm Craig Goldberg, you're Brian. I don't know your last name, but you're you. <laughs> and it's your ego that creates that container for you. And the fourth thing is it keeps you alive. And that's where fear is bred from. Why can somebody free climb half dome with no rope and other people are afraid to get within 10 feet of, of a cliff? Of a, of a 10 foot drop, mm -hmm. right? It's all conditioning. It's all training and it's all comfortability. He has trained his ego. His fear has been put at bay. Why can people jump out of planes with a, wearing a wingsuit? seems like a terrible idea to me. We jump out of a perfectly good airplane with a parachute on. I have friends that love skydiving. I have friends that leave at four o'clock in the morning to go skydive for sunrise. And I'm like, cool. I'll see you when you get back. <laughs> have right? fun. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. You go enjoy that. I'll see you when you get back. Why is it good for one person and not good for the other? It's all conditioning. It's training that fear. There are people that are walking around fearful of everything. The sky might fall. The tree might fall. The food that we're eating is poison. There are people that are so fearful of going outside that they don't go outside. Look, pandemic was a great example of that. Accelerated that fear. Mm. We can train that. We can condition our body just like an elite athlete can condition their body for excellence. We can condition our nervous system, the nervous system response and everything else that we're doing. And I believe sound and vibration is a big piece of that. Yeah. There are many other things that you can do. You don't need my technology to do it. If you can sit on a Zafu or if you can sit underneath the tree in the grass and ground and, and drop into that meditative state, fantastic. Our meditation cushion was designed for two people in particular. I fall into the first category, those that can't meditate. If six years, seven years ago, you were like, Craig, you should really sit down. The benefits of meditation are incredible. I would have been like, you're out of your mind. There's no <laughs> way I can sit down. I'm thinking about all the things I'm not doing, all the things I could be doing, all the things I should be doing. I'm not thinking about meditating. 
And when I sit down on my meditation cushion or I lay down on my sound lounge, I lose myself in the music. That's the only directive. There's no right way to do this. There's no wrong way to do this. You're not supposed to be doing something or not supposed to be doing something. Just a guy or a gal laying on a bed listening to music. Try not to overthink it. Try not to figure it out. Just lose yourself in the music for that session. And as you relax into that, and I invite you to explore the music. Anthony puts Easter eggs in all of our tracks. There's little things that you're going to hear that you're like, wait, what? What was that? Did I just? You listen to step two, you'll hear my daughter crying. A lot of people think it's a, it's a dolphin or a whale. Really? It's actually my daughter laughing in the background. Intentionally put there. Yeah. It took me hours to get that. Wow. My, my daughter was six months old, nine months old, or whatever it was. And, and Bo says to me, like, you want to put your daughter in the track? And <laughs> I was cool. like, I'd love to put my daughter in the track. He goes, get me a recording of her laughing. My daughter laughs all the time. <laughs> the second I needed to get it as a recording. She wouldn't. <laughs> no, not at all. There was nothing funny that I could do. Like there was nothing that I could do to stimulate that laugh. I'm literally just walking around with my iPhone because that was the quality that I needed. And he was just like, so I eventually got her laughing and, and we got it all going and it's in the track. So there are Easter eggs in all the tracks for the brain to pick up on. Love it. And think about like, what, what was that that I just heard? You might hear a, a horse galloping. Something that's completely out of place mm -hmm. in that particular track, you might just hear in the background. So when I say lose yourself in the music, what that means is listen to the music, engage in the music that you're hearing, whether it's the first time you're hearing it or the 40th time you're hearing it. By the way, I've listened to all of our tracks hundreds of times and the amount of sessions that I've done. The muscle memory, the brain reacts better and better and better. So I drop in faster. Now that gets to the second group of folks that we cater to with the In Harmony Meditation in, in particular, and that is folks that have been meditating 20 minutes a day for 20 years. Those folks get on my tech, and I get the text messages that are like, bro, I had no idea how deep I could actually go. That's cool. Meditation is a really funny thing. I can guide you through a meditation, but I can't tell you if you're doing it right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on in between your head. I don't know if you're sitting there the whole time being like, Craig's teaching me meditation. This isn't working. <laughs> right. This isn't going to work. Craig is, you could just be sitting there looking all zen on the outside, but the monkey mind is just going and going and going. Sound and vibration guides you to the depth of that alpha and theta brainwave state, delta in some cases, or using brain tap, we can take you up into gamma. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, we can be super specific about where we want to go and in what brain state we want to be in. And that second group of folks that have been meditating, you don't need my technology to meditate, but when you drop into your meditative state using sound and vibration and you go deeper, faster, folks that float on a regular basis, they get on my technology and they say, Craig, your sound lounge is like the last 10 minutes of my, of my float. Well, you don't need the first 45, 50 minutes or hour and a half or whatever it is. You can just get on the sound lounge and it takes you there because that's what it takes to release. Uh, shout out to Nate and the White Dove Method. He came to my house, oh gosh, this is probably three weeks ago. I did 25 sound lounge sessions the four days that he was in Las Vegas among me and a couple other folks that he was doing some work with. He sat down after his first session and he sits down on that white couch in my office and I'm sitting at my desk doing some work and he looks like he'd seen a ghost. I was like, Nate, you okay? He looks at me and it just goes, ineffable. And I go like, you don't have words for what you just experienced? And he goes, and he just sat there five, 10 minutes. And as he started to come back into his body and he started, he started to tell me a story, he says, Craig, look, I've traveled all over the world meditating. The White Dove Method is an incredible meditation practice and process. He learned from gurus that aren't on Instagram, that don't have 100,000 followers, millions of followers that are teaching their method. He's like, 
I've been in the Himalayas. I've been, right? This is where I traveled all over the world learning how to meditate. One of the few Westerners that knows and understands this method that he now teaches. He meditates two hours a day. He astral projects. He does his thing. He goes, Craig, I was just on, how long was that session? I said, 22 minutes. He said, for 22 minutes, I just astral projected and I had the most incredible experience I've ever had. He goes, I'm often grounded into my body because of the things I'm doing to get out of my body. I'm grounded in my body by my heartbeat. I'm grounded in my heart, in my body by the breath work that I'm performing. Because if I stop performing the breath work, I can't go out of my body. It's this double-edged sword of, of, it's quite the conundrum. He goes, laying on your sound lounge, I wasn't distracted by my body. I couldn't feel it. I couldn't, I didn't even know it was there. Wow. He goes, I was astral projecting for 22 minutes. Thank you. And he continued, literally every time I turned around, he was back on the sound lounge again. Yeah, I, that, that speaks volumes for somebody who's done so much and traveled the world and learned from these incredible people. I'm really excited to, to, to use this. My fiance is too, very consistently. Uh, I'll share <laughs> my experience. Too. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm going to track my HRV. I'm going to do it in front of the red light too. It's going to be yeah. phenomenal. Stacking technologies is great. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of You can do this with BrainTap as well, Absolutely. right? Which I have, BrainTap. 140 tracks that we've co-created with BrainTap. So if you have Love the BrainTap app, you'll find in harmony in that app and our music in there too. For those watching and listening, I'm thinking about like entrepreneurs who are just so much in that fight or flight, like investing in something like this, the cushion or the sound lounge. What a brilliant idea. Yeah. Uh, or that a husband or wife who's just stressed out, you know, you have the holidays coming up, great gift for your husband, for your wife, or for somebody who just has been doing so many things to try to balance out their nervous system, but they're still dealing with the crap. They're still dealing with the symptoms yeah. to have a device that's going to just help you enhance that. So if you want to learn more about the products from InHarmony, there's different price points. If you're a practitioner, for sure, there's a product for you too. There's a link down below in the YouTube video and in the podcast notes. And Craig, it's going to be very generous and give you all a 5% off coupon code with the coupon code called Keto Camp. No space in between. Camp with a K. We'll put it down below. So click the link, check out the products, and use the coupon code if you end up purchasing it. I hope you do. And I, I want to hear your stories. Craig wants to hear your experience with it. I'll share my experience with it. We're actually, after we wrap up the podcast here, going to record some content to put on my Instagram. But when I record the intro and outro on the podcast, I'll share a little bit about my experience too, because I'll do that before we release the episode. I have one more question for you, unless you wanted to finish up anything else. So here. there's one thing that yeah. I want to touch on. So we're about to launch a six-part webinar series. You mentioned something, which is entrepreneurs and work. There's kind of five main pillars of people that we serve. Look, anybody with a brain and a nervous system can benefit from our technology. <laughs> so any human being. It makes it really hard. Like, who's your target audience? And I'm like, well, I could talk about audiences <laughs> and digital marketing, but like, really... My daughter's three and a half years old. She's been on this technology since she was one week old. It's awesome. Like, I'll give you a, a real quick example. It's up on my Instagram somewhere. It was, it was posted months ago at this point, but I was hanging out with my daughter. She was two and a half years old and she loves getting on the tech. Daddy set me up on the tech. She'll run over. She'll sit on the meditation cushion and she'll push play. I taught her how to use the app. I'll put the headphones on her. I'm laying on the sound lounge. You can see my feet. My daughter's on the cushion. She pushes play. She loves step one. It's like her favorite track. She just listens to it over and over and over again. She can push play and listen to it again and again. She's listening to the track and she, she goes, dad, I love you. And I said, I love you too, honey. And then she looked to the right down at the app and then she looks to the left and she goes, <sighs> and I go to myself, I'm like, what, what the f was that? Like that was a sigh of relief. Like she's got stress and anxiety. My daughter's two and a half years old. Wow. I yeah. take care of everything for yeah, her, yeah. almost to a T. Like, what do you have to be stressed and anxious about? And the reality, and it occurred to me in that exact moment, 
that even my two and a half year old daughter has stress and anxiety, has a nervous system that is reacting to her environment. She wants ice cream at four o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon and you can't have ice cream. She wants milk now at two o'clock in the afternoon and we don't do that until before your nap. That creates a nervous system response. That creates trauma. We start to think about like, people call these meat suits. I call these suffer suits. Okay? <laughs> to say it before, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. These meat suits that we get into, this environment and this world that we're in today is really designed for suffering. And you get to decide how long you suffer. I'm not saying that suffering is impossible to avoid. I believe that a big part of what we do is about suffering. We get to decide how long we suffer. And the nervous system response is a key to that. The more fight or flight, it's this downward spiral. It's this rabbit hole that you get stuck in the bottom of that you can't pull out of necessarily, sometimes on your own. Many people do, and you certainly can, but there's a lot of technology. Stacking technology, stacking habits, these are tools and principles that we can use to hack our way out of a hole and to get ahead and to feel the best that we can possibly feel. Mm -hmm. I am super grateful for our time together. I know we got one more question. I'm super grateful for these long-form opportunities to dive in and get to know me as a person, to get to drop in and expand and expound on some of these topics that I think really do require depth. I hope there's one or two aha moments for your viewers and, and folks that are listening. And I do want to hear from you. Everybody that buys a piece of our tech gets invited to a private Telegram group where I am in every single, I'm faster to respond there than I am to email and then I text messages and phone calls sometimes. I monitor it all day long. The stories, the testimonials, the questions, everything that goes in there is really incredibly powerful and it's a safe place where people can talk about what they're doing. I love it. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for my audience to get the cushion or the the, the bed, um, any of the table. What is it called? The sound? The InHarmony Sound Lounge, the InHarmony Practitioner, yeah. and the InHarmony Meditation Cushion. So the practitioner is what you lay on, like a chiropractic table, massage table, and then you have the sound lounge, which um, so you sometimes speak at events and you bring that, right? And you I do. people experience that. Absolutely. We'll put links for that down below with the coupon code. You actually answered my last question because the last question is, you know, <laughs> vitamin G and gratitude. And you're like, uh, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful. That's the last question. Like, what are you grateful for? Vitamin G. You know, I got a, a, a gratitude practice is really important. Yeah, I agree. I, it's one of the highest vibrations other than love itself. And I am constantly reminded, look, even that inspiration track, when I drop in and I really start to look around my world, I am surrounded by some of the most incredible human beings on the planet. Some of the most incredible things unfold and happen for me magically, which is all by design, and it's my design. I control my own destiny. I take the ultimate in control and responsibility for what happens around me, and, which is the antithesis of the victim mentality. Mm -hmm. And I'm overrun by gratitude every single day, brother. Like the littlest, simplest things like green lights, driving, you know, like, like near misses. Last night I was driving home at three o'clock in the morning, a cop pulled out behind me. I just kept doing what I was doing and he just turned away, mm. right? Like, not that I was doing anything wrong, but man, that could be a mess. I don't want to be hassled. I am grateful for the littlest things, waking up every single morning, having those FaceTime calls with my daughter, dropping in with you, meeting incredible human beings. Every single time a piece of this technology goes out, I know it's not activating just one person, but an entire community. Another download of our In Harmony Music Meditations app and the people that it's touching. This is the stuff that lights me up. I do this for impact. Yeah. I, I do this so that I can touch more lives because I really believe that a lot of the planet is trending in the wrong direction and I want to change that. I want every single person on the planet to have access to this technology. That includes me donating them. That includes me having them at foundations and people who can't afford them having access to sessions when they need sessions. 
I believe sound and vibration is going to change the world and be a part of one of the big catalysts to pull particularly us here in the, in the United States, out of that fight or flight and into calm and relaxed. I love it, bro. I'm excited to use this consistently and then also have guests over and then play step one or track one, then track two yeah. and see their experience. That's going to be fun for me to see it's that super fun. with my guests. Uh, Craig, what's your Instagram handle? In Harmony Interactive. In Harmony Interactive. We'll put it down below. We'll put the, the link for the products. Anywhere else you want them to go? You'll find me everywhere. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm the guy that's on the other side of the telephone. You'll find my phone number at the top of my website. That's right. Like, literally, it's actually with my extension. Craig's phone number, if it's you call it. It literally <laughs> rings my phone right here. I'm the guy that's on the other side of all the comments. I'm the guy that's on the other side of all of the DMs. I set up our business such that I have an incredible team, series of teams that takes care of everything else so that I can be the one that's in the front and that's out there connecting with people. So I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to better understand where you're at. And I'd love to help along the way. I love it. I acknowledge you for what you're doing. Thank you for uh, serving humanity and offering these amazing uh, tools and educating them on the importance of the autonomic nervous system. I think it's something that we, every health educator needs to talk about. It needs to be a principal in school and education. So everybody, if uh, this was enjoyable to you, which I know it was, go share it, share the YouTube link, share the podcast link, share it with somebody you know who's dealing with anxiety and stress and uh, which is pretty much everybody. So just get it out there, post it on social media. Thank you for watching, Craig. Thank you for coming to Miami and recording this with me. Thank you for having me, brother. Awesome. I really hope you loved that conversation with Craig. He's a lot of fun. If you want to watch the bonus content we filmed for you, that could be found on our YouTube channel. We have it unlisted, so only you listening could find that video. We'll drop a link down below. We did a tutorial of his meditation cushion and a separate video doing a tutorial, not a tutorial, but a video of the hot pay ceremony we did, which was super interesting. So if you want to watch those, we'll drop it down below. We also have the whole interview recorded in professional, three different cameras, different angles from our Keto Camp podcast studio. You can watch that on youtube.com slash Keto Camp. If you want any of his products, head over to the link down below in the podcast notes and use the coupon code KETOCAMP, K-E-T-O-K-A-M-P, for 5% off any of his products. I personally have been loving the meditation cushion, and that's the one I would recommend because that's the one I've been using. But you can check all of his products out by using the link in the podcast notes down below. We'll put his social media down below as well. Please consider sharing this interview with a friend, somebody you know who's dealing with some sympathetic dominance, and they could really use these this conversation to help heal their body and regulate their nervous system. If you have not left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating or a review as of yet, please do so right now and go join us for our five-day Keto Challenge, which starts today, October 2nd, over at KetoCampChallenge.com or click the link in the podcast notes down below. Thanks so much for spending part of your day with Craig and myself. I'll see you in the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.